So this is why the why becomes so, so powerful. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey everyone and welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Today we've got Jim Remley with us. He is in the top 1% of realtors nationwide. At 24, he opened his own independent real estate company and then grew it to 17 offices, which is the largest real estate company in the state of Oregon. He's gone on to sell two and a half thousand homes, over a billion with a B in transaction volume and has over 160 active brokers. He is in the foremost Real Trends top 500 of all real estate brokers and agents out there. This guy is fucking insane. I hope you are ready for him to come on board and drop some insane stuff on how to get tons of listings, pricing techniques, and mind share in your market. There is no one who's going to be better to blow you away. Jim, we are so excited to have you on. Thank you for agreeing to come on and share how you've become an absolute fucking powerhouse in this world of real estate. <laughs> hey, I'm so stoked to be with you guys today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in sharing, sharing information and, uh, you know, giving everybody the power to go out there and succeed at their highest levels. So I'm excited to be here with you guys. But Jim, before you give us all of your goodies, we have yes. to know where this thing really just started. Like take us back to why you got in real estate, what's, you know, what's your background and how did you arrive here? So people can get a little bit of context that you weren't, you know, coming out the gate swinging and overnight you became, you know, a success, right? right. Let's, let's know, let's figure out the story behind the glory. Yeah, I love it. The story behind the glory. So I'm a college dropout. We'll start with that. I, I at 19, I was uh, looking. Oh my god, this is going to be off to a great start already. <laughs> <laughs> so I was searching and looking for something to do so I could, uh, you know, I go out there and make my mark. I was working at a lumber mill uh, in a little town called Dillard, Oregon, which is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, my buddy said, let's get a real estate license. His dad owned a company, and I said, okay, let's do it. He didn't finish. I finished. I didn't go to work for his dad. And uh, I entered the business with $1,500, which was my tax return. And I had a little Chevy Citation, which was broken and barely running. Um, and I just walked into an office and got my first job. And, and, uh, and I failed for six months. So let me just start there. So my first six months, I was um, struggling. I barely was making ends meet. I was just having a hard time. But what I did at that early moment was I, I recognized that there were smarter people than there than I was in the market. And I went out in search of information and in search of what success looks like for realtors in my market and nationwide. So I started attending back then seminars. I'm in the business 32 years, guys. So I'm a, been around a while. So back then there wasn't podcasts like this. So seminars, books, tapes, whatever I could get my hands on, listen to it all. And they started applying what I learned and, and modifying it. And understanding that, you know, when I hear somebody speak or teach, 
I'm not, I'm not exactly replicating what they're doing. Cause I'm me, I'm, I'm my own person. I have to adapt it and modify it to my own style. And then from there, I, I started growing. And from that point, six months in after kind of figuring out myself and what I wanted to do within another 12 month period, I took 150 listings and, and became listed in top 1% of agents nationwide. So holy shit. Yeah. Wow. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was like, I was failed, 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 failed. And then an epiphany and off, you know, kind of running. Um, so that's a little bit of my backstory of how I started, but you asked a great question, Peter, which is, um, what's the why, right? And the why is we're right now, everybody's in a business planning session. I just, I just taught a business planning session yesterday and business planning. A lot of people start with goals. I want to make 300,000, I want to make 500,000. Some of my coaching students want to do $2 million in GCI. Uh, and so when I'm talking to these guys, I'll, we'll, we'll get to the numbers and we'll finish the numbers and I'll say, okay, now let's set that aside. Let's ask, let's ask the fundamental question, which is what are you going to do with that money? Why is that number even relevant? Are you just picking a number out of thin air? Because that's what most people do. They go, I'm, I made 300,000 last year. I want to make $500,000 this year. And I'm like, why? What's the point? So that's what we have to understand in order to really have the power and willpower to get up and clean your competitor's clock every day. There has to be a massive, motivating, overwhelmingly powerful why behind what you're doing. Wow. Yeah, that's that, you know, I mean, Andrew and I talk about this all the time. And I think he has a little bit of more of a method of picking the number. I'm more like okay, here's what I need. Here's where I like to be. Here's the things that I can do with that now, but it's still an arbitrary number, right? right. Like whether it's 500,000 or a million or 50 million, like why do you need that much money? Or why is that an important figure for you? So you touch on something that's very, very important because a number doesn't have any meaning to it. So you can, you, you know, you're going to, um, question whether to get up in the morning or not, because it's not as impactful as opposed to, okay, I need to get out of the bed because this is why I'm doing it. And this are the impacts of me not doing it. Yeah. And let me just, let me just take that home because when you're coaching people that are already at super high levels, like 50 million, 60 million, 70 million, 80 million, 90 or hundred million, what you find is that, you know, very little is going to change how they live the day to day. In other words, if I sell another 5 million, I'm not going to go buy a new house. I'm not paying off debt. I'm not buying a new car. I'm not getting new clothes or going on a different vacation. I'm already making so much money that this 5 million extra is not going to have any impact on my daily life. Right? So this is why the why becomes so, so powerful until you get in touch with that, you will not be motivated. And, and pretty soon you'll get to a miserable level of success. So we all meet people that have miserable levels of success. Those are people that are doing, um, you know, 50 or 60 or $80 million. But when you go talk to them, their marriages are horrible. Their kids can't stand them. They are, their, their weight is terrible. Their health is terrible. They're just miserable, just alcoholics, all kinds of things going wrong with them. So we have to say to ourselves, that's not the level of success I want. The level of success I want is to be fulfilled and build a lifestyle and have my business serve the lifestyle, but also have that amazing, powerful transformative why behind what you're doing and, and the most successful companies do that so so jim i got a question for you when it comes to you know somebody's making 50 60 80 million from the surface you know it looks like they're they're successful they're making it right right 
What do you find with those high, high producers that are, you know, acquiring that type of cash and that type of revenue? Why are the other components of their life suffering or are they accepting that that is the case and they're okay with it? Here's, here's the fundamental problem with not all these agents. You know, many of them are well-adjusted, great people. But for a large part of them, more than you would think, what they've, what they've fundamentally missed um, when they are building, like right now, their business plan for the new year is they start with a number. Let's call it $50 million. They start with their $50 okay. million dollar goal. And, and by the way, we can scale this all the way down to a million. It's, it, it applies no matter where you're at. But uh, let's say it's $50 million. And they start with a business uh, number and then they build a business plan around hitting that number. And that's going to be, I got to get up at 5 a.m. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to have these, um, you know, all these different prospecting channels and lead systems that are in place. And I'm building my entire business plan around this. And what they don't do is they don't build a lifestyle goal. And what their lifestyle does is in order to hit the business goals, everything else has to suffer. Their relationships have to suffer. Their health has to suffer. Uh, their vacations, their their kids' relationships, their relationships with, uh, you know, if they're a part of a, a faith or an organization that way or or their mental state has to suffer. Everything suffers to serve the business. And that's where they fall apart. That's why they have this miserable level of success. So to flip this on its head, we said we reverse this and we say, okay, I, I have my powerful why. I know what I'm, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I start with life design. What do I want my life to look like first before I start a, one piece of paper on the business? So do I want to be home by 6 p.m. every night? Okay. Uh, what time do I want to start my day? What do I want to have? How much time do I want to spend with my kids? How many vacations am I taking? What am I doing for my wife or my spouse and my significant other to make sure our relationship is solid and tight and she feels like she's vested in my success as much as I'm vested in her success? What does she want to do or he want to do? You know, what what do they want to do with their lives and how am I supporting them? You know, and we build a lifestyle plan and that comes first. Then we build our business plan to support that lifestyle and we establish non-negotiables. And we establish boundaries and establishing boundaries is essential. And this is where a lot of people fall apart that are top producers as well. They don't fence off like this is where I'm not willing to go past because my lifestyle is going to suffer. So that's, those are some answers to those questions. One, one of the things I've just had a realization, two, two things, one's tongue in cheek and the other's serious. One, <laughs> the serious one is everyone listening who isn't making multiple six figures, these guys are making multiple seven figures and they're getting coached still. Like yes. take mental fucking note that these guys are making 60, 70 million a year and they still get coached. And some people listening to this will be making 40 grand a year and think they're too good because their ego is in the way. Like get over yourself. That's the serious one. The second <laughs> one, I've just realized me and Peter are married and um, because of all those things that's just happened there that I've just realized that actually I've made him do all of this stuff. <laughs> um, because like I, so the way I've always done it is this is how I've always broken it down. There's a, there's a number you need for financial security. Okay. Your rent, rent's paid, your car's paid, your food's paid. There's little things you want in life. For most people, it might be, they say the average, you average it out. It's very small unless you've got a crazy lifestyle, but it's like 70 or 80 grand a year in the US. If you can yeah. make that per year, you're kind of at financial security level. And I think above that is like a status and a lifestyle that you now want to live, which is awesome. So you now got to decide what that looks like. So then when, and there's nothing wrong with this, me and Peter share about this all the time. Like my dream place, like 
I really want to, I mean, I kind of do now, but I want to live in a big ass castle. Like I like really old stuff. I always yeah. have like old castle. Like, and oh, that's I've also been. because he lives in a castle currently in England. Uh, so it's, it's a little a bit castle. different for everybody who's listening. <laughs> this isn't like some arbitrary thing. No, like this shit actually exists in real life right it's now. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, the walls of my house are nearly a foot thick solid stone. Wow. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for those listening behind, there's a solid stone hearth here, and it must be about three foot thick of solid carved stone. Um, But then on the flip side, uh, you know, Peter is in Miami. You know, he's selling homes. He's crushing it out there, and he loves the contemporary, you know, cantilevered, modern beachfront properties that are 10 million or whatever. And that's awesome. On the intercoastal with 150 foot worth of, you know, (laughs) waterfronts. I can get a boat up there. Yeah, exactly. But that's the... I think that's where you've got to want to go. And that can be motivating if that's genuinely something that gets you out of bed. And the thing is, is that we are so ambitious that like it really does get us out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've been doing this now for years and yeah, listen guys, everyone, some days suck. Like some days really suck. Like you get out of bed and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> and they, they come and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's about the long-term play, and I think it's interesting what you say. I mean, I I love the fact that I haven't ever heard someone say it. So was it? It was uh, miserably successful. Is that what you uh, yeah, said? A it? miserable level of success. Yeah, a miserable. I've never heard that, but we genuinely have all met people like that. The yeah. very, very, very wealthy people who are, like you said, they're kind of their life's just fallen apart. Like they've sacrificed everything for all this money. And then they realize once they've got all the money, they've got no, no one to share it with and nothing right. to do it with. And then they realize what was, what was the point? Right. What was the point? So I think it's amazing. I mean, this isn't even the first topic, which I know no, we're, no, we're going to dive right into there. now. This is like <laughs> I, a bonus topic. To like dive into this more, but we may just have to circle <laughs> back to this. But for anybody who's listening, who has a miserable level of success, you have a lot of money, you don't know what to do with it, call us. I'm sure we'll find out what to do with it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can we can fill in some gaps there. But you know, I mean, it's... This is this is amazing because I think you're right. I think people got to figure out where they what they want, what they because arbitrary numbers. Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Just my last kind of thought on this point, but there has to be a reason. Like I, I'm a big, big, big car guy. Like yeah. massive from like the day I was born. Like I used to build race cars. Like it is in my DNA. Um, so like I don't think there's anything wrong with me wanting a garage with like twenty million dollars yeah, worth of cars in it. But like that's my goal, yeah. right? So that's right. why I keep motivated because I'm like, but I've thought about that for like two decades already, and I'm nowhere near. And I've already thought about it for two decades. And so if it takes me another decade, I've still achieved more than, you know, 99.9% of the world with regards to financial income, if you're able to afford a garage with $20 million cars in. So which that's, is, that's you know, I just saw an interview with Jay Leno, who is, uh, you know, Jay Leno, one of the richest guys. Oh, People, he's, he's got, got one of the best car collections. One of the best, the best car collections. One of the best car collections. That's what motivates him. But 
he won't pay $70 for a steak. I just read this. That's his like his limit. He just has this whole thing. I'll, I'll pay an unlimited amount for a car, but $70 for a steak, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds pretty similar to me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, we, we, we can dive into this, but Andrew knows this. I'm very much the same. Like I'll drive to Best Buy to get my $200 price match on a, like, <laughs> a vacuum and I'm sharing this out in the open, guys. <laughs> when it comes to business and investing in it, it's like, what's the amount? Write the check and let's get going right it's yeah. same thing for um, for family same thing for you know for my kid another one on the way same thing for wife but like i'll have the same pair of gym clothes for like four or five years before like my wife can drag me to the way. store to get a new t-shirt same way let me can i i just want to leave you with one more thought on this why real quick because the why uh, is so important for some people. And, and I want to take this down. We we're talking about 50 and $60 million producers that maybe a lot of people can't identify with. But really quickly, I had a, a gal come to me at a career seminar and she said, Jim, I'm thinking about, about getting into the business. Here's my story. And I said, okay, what's, what's going on? So I just got divorced. My husband just left me. I have three kids. I'm a waitress. He ran up all my credit cards. We have $20,000 in debt. Should I get my real estate license? And I said, wow. Uh, well, let me tell you the pluses and minuses of being a realtor. So I walked her through that. Long story short, she got a real estate license, came to work for me. Within her first year, she closed $10.5 million in real estate. Now, why did she Fuck. close $10.5 million when a lot of people start and they, they can't close a million and they struggle? The reason why she was able to close $10.5 million is because she had a massive, overwhelmingly powerful why, which was to feed her kids and pay off that debt, right? But Huge. really quickly, the one thing we all have to realize as human beings is that our why changes every single year. So what your why was five years ago is not your why today, and you got to change it every, every time you're going through business planning. So that's, I'll, I'll leave you with that on the why. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Now, before you go, we're giving access to a private training we did where we revealed the top three niches to get listings today completely for free. So if you want access, you can go and download that training at EliteAgentSecrets.com. We're regularly releasing new trainings, guides and cheat sheets so make sure to head over to eliteagentsecrets.com and sign up so you don't miss out